As I'm living just life, the Dhammapada book, which I didn't even know what I was reading, but it turns out it's the story of Buddha. And holy shit, like just holy shit, nobody talks about that. I didn't hear it anyways, or if they do, I've never heard it, and that book's probably... Anyways, I love it because it's where I'm at. I've been understanding that my attachment is the thing that is causing me suffering and pain and depression when I get attached to time, when I get attached to anything, and I see it right away, and it punishes me right away. Sometimes when I get attached to food and I start eating too fast, I bite my lips, and I know it's a sign of attachments. So Buddha, his story, so fucking cool. A kid grows up all of his life, and his father made it so that he's like in the Truman Show, where... Everything is perfect. There's no sickness. He doesn't even know about sickness, about death, about nothing. Everything that is given to him is perfect. If the silk is not soft enough, it would be replaced. Everything was perfect. He even married and got a son in that perfection. And then for the first time in his life, decided to get out of the Truman Show because he is a prince and he can do what the fuck he wants decided to go out and see and then he saw a man with sickness and then he asked his guard and his guard told him that's disease disease affects the old, the weak the poor, the rich, doesn't matter and you die from that for the first time in his life the kid was confronted with death the kid, I mean he was a man at that point but like, how profound that is is out of this world I didn't know and then he goes back and he sees somebody old. And then he realizes that he, his wife, his son, will get old one day and will be ugly, in a sense, and die. And now imagine that. Like when confronted with that, now you're an adult and you want to transcend that. I've lived that. You know, the fear of death, not wanting to die, wanting to go on, wanting to supersede the body. So then the third time he goes, and he's afraid or something, and the third time he goes, and he sees somebody meditating, and the guard tells him that's a man that lives in the other world, he's not of this world, and therefore he just sits there and travels the space of the other world in meditation, and that's called yoga or something. And then comes home, and he's so distraught, He's so... Uh, he's struggling. The meaning of life hits him in the face as an adult after he has a son and marriage. He was like in the Truman Show all of his life. It's insane. So he decides to just leave and to go on a mission to find the answer to life, to supersede life so that you don't have to die so that you can be so that you don't have to die and when he got out there he just started meditating and he wanted to do more so he removed all of his clothes he removed everything and he just survived with his bowl off of donation from people that would just I guess walk I'm not sure but just he trusted life fully 
and decided to get rid of all of his attachments and to just trust and trust and trust. And after a while, he decided to go even further and just try to survive by even forsaking food and, you know, like... And at one point, he was eating one grain of rice a day. And he was so skinny that you could see his spinal cord through his belly. And he had some followers at that point. And then he got so tired from not eating and just being and giving it all to God that he realized that he didn't have enough force to even continue thinking and, you know, finding the solution of death. So he had to eat and he realized that giving up everything to the point of death is not the way to go. You've got to take care of your temple. And he really concentrated on posture, I guess, and food, and the right kind of food, and again, continued meditating. And he lost his followers at that point, because he had started gaining weight again. And then, continued meditating under a blossom tree for years, I don't know. And he met Satan, death, Mara, in Hinduism, and... Uh, he tried to tempt him while he was in meditation, just, I guess, seeing the Tao. The devil came and tried to get him out of meditation by tempting him with this and that and this and that. And he refused them all. And then after that, when he refused all of Mara, all of his Satan's army, and he didn't even acknowledge, he just refused all of his temptations or just just stayed there and when it was all gone there was no more judgment he went to nirvana and he realized that you can go past death past life by letting go of all your attachments and all of your needs but with the body, like being one in meditation, being one with isness. And through that, your body would heal. And your body would just stay young until your time would come to die and you would die peacefully with God as it should in nirvana, at peace. And they talk about how he was shining and he was light when he came back and he even had to do some more meditation to learn how to teach and he created his kind of rules or four truths he calls them and they're beautiful <sighs> I want to continue as well talking about my trip from yesterday that's my life, like that's what I've been working on, being in meditation, seeing the Tao, and I feel like I see the gold, the Tao. But, there's no but. As I see the Tao, and I see the truth of life, and that's one thing that, uh, that's why Buddha kind of came in my reading today, is that I could feel like the center of where life is grinding me and like really like it's a at every moment it's a 
It's a grind. Like life is grinding me, killing me, suffering me at all time. And that suffering is beautiful when in the Tao, when surrendering in Nirvana as you are. And even with your eyes open, you can be in that state. And, or it could be total suffering. And again, I'm not immune to it. The mushroom was showing me, like, as I was seeing the grind of life, I was shown the intensity of it. The, the, on the mushroom, when, you, when your mind is expanded and you can see everything, it was really showing me, like, yeah, you don't want to be in this state all the time. Like, the, to see their truth of life, the grind, the, like the way Buddha saw it, is takes, like I said, the path of the Buddha, the fact that he saw just pure beauty all of his life, and then it was perfect. And I see a correlation almost with my life where I saw my life as beautiful and had a beautiful childhood when my anxiety was through the roof and the trauma that I was creating was kind of like the anti-Buddha. <laughs> yeah, it was like the anti-Buddha. I had to cough there. It was amazing. Perfect timing. Oh, I gotta let it out. But yeah, through my suffering, I decided to just lay still and look and open up my awareness in order to uh, avoid the, the darkness, I called it, the sadness, the the grind of life when you open up and you see that everybody's suffering but I didn't know the reasons why you know I didn't have life just I didn't take the leap and take a bowl and go outside and ask for you know to beg for food that's India back in the day I, I don't know if it's still like that but people did that it was like very very spiritual country it is I mean I hope it still is their teachings are insane but yeah as a Canadian I couldn't have gotten out with a bowl and beg and I could have but drugs and the suffering would have gotten me the darkness would have gotten me where he was protected by his father the king you know ah so beautiful but still the path is the same the path of honor posture yoga awareness here and now all I see is the gold. There's no past, present, or future. I don't think of that. I don't think of anything. There is nothing to do but to sit here. And the more I've been practicing that, because I do have responsibility as a father, and that's where the grind of life really, the, my journey makes it so special. It's like I'm Buddha is always with me now after hearing his story and really feeling him as... Wow. And... Uh, yeah, so my trip in the mushroom when I was seeing the grind of life, it was intense, but I could see it as a beautiful thing, as a where everything merges all at one point, and here in time and now, and how it's life is suffering. Period. That's it. That's all. But the suffering is beautiful. The suffering is love. The suffering is a form of love for everybody
Yeah. <sighs> I feel very blessed to be here and now in solitude. Love you.